Good morning, girl. Let's get moving. Moxie girl, move. Y'all, I am so excited about this message for you all. I just want to thank God for His Word because, <laughs> and I want to thank God for His Holy Spirit because that is how I'm able to do this for you all. And um, I think you're going to like this one. The title of today's message is Canceled. What is cancel culture? I mean, I thought I knew or I think I know, um, but I wasn't really sure, so I Googled it. And this is what I found. Cancel culture or call-out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles whether it be online, on social media, or in person. Those subject to this ostracism are said to have been canceled. And that comes from Wikipedia. All right, so I was like, okay. Um, I want to look a little bit deeper into the word cancel. And this is the definition of cancel. Number one, decide or announce that a planned event will not take place. In other words, he was forced to cancel his visit. Similar words to cancel are call off, abandon, scrap, drop, postpone. Number two, and this deals with circumstances. It's when you neutralize or negate the force or effect of another. An example, the electric fields may cancel each other out. You know, the enemy, the devil, the one who hates you and wants to cancel out everything that God has given you. The enemy wakes up every morning with one goal in mind. And I like to imagine him in my head, like waking up and stretching and, you know, because he's not as powerful as God. He needs rest. So he's waking up, he's stretching and he's like, oh, who can I destroy today? He wants to destroy any hope you have in God and his word, the living word, Jesus. He wants nothing more than to make you think this situation you're in is hopeless. So he feeds that fear in your mind and constantly asks you, did God really say, or did God really mean you? He's always done this and he always will. Why? Because it's effective. It works. If you let it. Genesis 3, 1 through 5 in the Christian Standard Bible says, Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, You must not eat it or touch it, or you will die. 
No, you will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And we know what happens. We know that they eat it and their eyes are opened. What a sneaky snake he is, y'all. Now, I don't want to get into why the snake was even there or things that are just going to confuse everybody. The snake was there. He was always there. He's always going to be there, causing you to question. I mean, we've had movies for years that have given us this false idea of what the devil is. I mean, don't get me wrong. He does possess people, and it's ugly, and he makes them do nasty, vile things. But... Eve wasn't afraid of him. She didn't go running from him. In the movies, they run from the evil clowns and the serial killers. Eve didn't. She was comfortable enough to talk to him. He'd probably been there for a while. And she was used to him. Oh, Lordy, sis, that opens up something Are you used to him being somewhere in your mind filling you with false and twisted information, making you question, or even giving you excuses as to why you should accept a diagnosis or a situation? Like we we say, well, the cancer isn't that bad, or some bad things happen for a purpose. There is a voice in our heads persuading us to make friends with things that have no right to be in our lives, our bodies, or on our health record. There is a voice in our heads that is pushing us to accept what we think we can't change. And if that voice is louder than God's word, it will win. Now, here comes the good part. Let's flip the narrative, okay? What has our God canceled? Oh, this is a good one. I love it. I like this one better, don't you? Let's just talk about it for a second. What has he canceled? Sin, sickness, death, hell, the grave, chains, addiction, misery, slavery. And I could go on and on and on and on. Anything you're facing that's terrible, he canceled it. It's no wonder the enemy wants us focusing on the things we think we can't change. The remedy for everything you're facing is God's word, Jesus Christ. It's so simple. The promise is so obvious that we forget it. It's it's like it's snatched away from us. Instead, we say this cancer can't possibly be healed by God's word. We believe the lies. We question if God really said he would do it for us. We say, will God really do it for me? And I have the answer. Yes. Remember, Jesus left the 99 to go after the one. Okay? His healing, his salvation, his deliverance. All that he promised, all his blood bought for us. He did it for the one. He did it for you. You, 
are the one. Get that in your head. That is how important you are. God has churches filled with with people that love Him. But He still wants that one that doesn't know Him yet. How many times have I told you the flesh and the devil work together? And don't be scared by that. Okay, don't think you're evil. Because when Adam and Eve listened to the wrong voice and they ate of that that tree, our nature became like the enemies. So that is how he his questions are so effective. The flesh we carry around is sinful in nature. It lusts. It thinks bad things. Its intentions are sinful, its plans, its desires, and that is how the enemy uses the flesh. The flesh is used by the enemy. The flesh is so used to the enemy's desires that it doesn't question it. Oh, but Jesus, oh, how my heart sings. Jesus changed everything. That nature that that you're so used to, he put his nature in you. Jesus put his nature in you. The cross, all that he suffered, and the resurrection... That was for you. He bought a new nature for you. (laughs) And that is who you are now. Okay? You know, the same free will that Eve had that stole our place with God in the garden is the same free will that allows you to choose Jesus. It allows us to choose what we will believe. Our free will allows us to say, Nope, not today, Satan. I'm not believing the lie anymore. We have the power through Jesus Christ to choose a new nature, a new life, a new name, and the truth. But, and this is a big but, You have to know what the truth is. What does the word say about sickness? If you don't know, how are you going to say, I don't choose that, I choose this. What does the word say about forgiveness of sins, death, hell, and heaven? If you don't know, how are you going to answer better than Eve did? Girl, know what your Savior said. Know what His Word promised and is still promising you. The Word isn't past tense, girl. Jesus is still alive and the Word is living. It's for you today. So, here's the truth about cancel culture. God canceled everything that Adam and Eve bought for us in the garden. Yes, they bought that nature. With they ate of the fruit, they bought it. Your sin 
is canceled. Your sickness, canceled. Your shame, canceled. Hell, canceled. Chains, bondage, addiction, misery, despair, and everything like the devil, canceled. You have a new nature now. It's bought and paid for and it's brand new and it's shiny and it's beautiful. You have a new mind, a new future, a glistening hope and a plan. You have the truth now. So when that flesh, you know, the one that's used to the enemy's whispers, that old flesh, when he whispers, but did God really mean that was for you? Just say, I am the one. I am that little lamb that he came looking for. And he found me. And that's all you need to say until you learn another promise to throw back at him. So I think we need to give the Lord some praise and some thanks. And we need to pray for help. And So let's pray, sis. Join me. Father... I'm looking up at you right now, and I'm just so thankful for the promises in your word that you allow me and given me. You've given me these promises to unwrap every day. There's a new present in your word to unwrap every day. This is new to me, and I thank you for it, and I hope it helps me and others who are listening because you really have canceled you canceled that old nature through Jesus Christ you canceled what Adam and Eve bought for us you canceled it and gave us something new and shiny and it never gets old it's new every day and it's your word and it's living I thank you for it there's power in that And so when the enemy whispers, we have to accept this, or we have to take that, or we have to settle, we can say, no, that's not what the truth says. So I just thank you, God. Let your word, your truth, the living Lord, the resurrected Lord live in us and and show us new presence every day to unwrap in, in you. Thank you so much for your love. Thank you so much for your forgiveness. Thank you so much for everything Jesus bought for us. Protect our families, our children. Protect us, God. Keep us safe. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, girl, you know the truth now. That you don't have to settle. So, unwrap that new gift you have in God today. Unwrap it and use it. I love you and I will see you back here soon. Bye.